0: Make it on the floor. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is Friday all day here at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment where you can listen to us, stream us, you can take us on the app, you can win prizes for listening, and you can win prizes for calling in and listening and saying the right answer, right? That's that, right. We have had we have had a, a stuff going on. All right, who should we listen to first?
1: Who do we want to talk about? Prince Harry, Hillary Swank, <laughs> Tyler Perry... Let's talk about Prince Harry, because okay. uh, our boyfriend at GMA, Will Reeve, Yes, um, he's just really blossomed into a great reporter, um, reporter for them, yeah. and he gets cool assignments. He's, he's a whistler. Yeah. yeah, and he. when you look at him and you realize his dad is Christopher Reeve, you kind of can't unsee it.
0: Yeah, you're right about that
1: he really 1, looks like his dad and he uh did an interview with uh prince harry he went to canada because uh there's a invictus winter training camp and so he was invited and you know prince it 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 baffles me it doesn't matter what harry does the british tabloids hate him with a passion, and good King Harry can do no right, whatever he does. And so he has this interview, and I don't think we've seen him, like, sit down and talk to anybody since he was on Colbert for his book a year ago. Yes, okay. It's not like he's out giving interviews on a regular basis, okay? So here we go.
2: While the cameras here are focused on the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, make no mistake, they're not the ones taking center stage. These guys are the stars of the show. And as they step on the mountain in Whistler, Canada to meet staff, instructors, and future competitors for the 2025 Invictus Games, there's a noticeable glint in Harry's eye. When you have these moments of connection as you're going around meeting folks, what's it doing? for them and what's it doing for you? It's my fix, um, once, you, once you leave the,
3: the military from a uniform standpoint, you never leave the community. And to have the games every, every other year but then also be able to do a one year to go event as well is literally my, my annual fix to be in amongst this community and have a laugh, have fun. No matter which nation they're from, the, the banter's the same. I get a lot of energy just from being around these guys.
2: Harry giving GMA an exclusive preview of the first ever Winter Invictus Games. A year from now, more than 500 wounded service members from all over the globe will be in Whistler and Vancouver, competing in events including Alpine Skiing and the high-speed skeleton. You wouldn't believe the number of people that have signed up to Throw
3: themselves headfirst on a tray down a ice luge.
2: No. Harry even he tried a a to sit skiing. <laughs> this is Peacemaker. Hi, Peacemaker. We met competitors like Peacemaker from Nigeria who use this preview as a chance to get used to the slopes. Peacemaker, what time did you get here today? Yeah, it was like nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Okay, yeah. And it's now. It's. Half
3: past the three. lifts are closed, man. We gotta. <laughs> are you excited to have Team Nigeria up here? Yeah, I'm really happy, happy, happy.
2: Then there are instructors like Alex. A Paralympic skier. What does it mean to you to be able to teach these guys skiing,
3: adaptive skiing for the first time?
2: It's normalizing a bit of a hidden world of disabilities. The more people that know about what we do, the better.
3: It's proving to people that, that, that this is possible no matter what your disability is.
2: For so many of the service members, these games are about finding meaning after devastating loss. Why do the Invictus Games need to exist? You know, the Invictus Games uh, gives you purpose again, you know, something to train for, something to look forward to. For me, it doesn't matter whether uh, I win a medal or not. It, what matters is putting in the time to train, just to compete, and, you know, have that camaraderie with other uh, service members and, you know, build that family.
1: And one of the things, you know, Julia, that in w- when reading Spare, one of the big takeaways that... I think a lot of people got from that book is that Harry writes very honestly about how much he struggled. Um, you know, he wasn't that great of a student right. and drinking and he didn't have a purpose. And just like many young men and women mm-hmm. going into the military helps shape them, guide them, put them in situations, Give them discipline, discipline. Mm-hmm. And he was in the, for 10 years. Yeah. You know, so this is not anything he stunts at. It is a very real thing when people leave the military and when they come back from a tour of duty. they're you can't, that's, it's a real adjustment. Right. And he brings light to that. And then you think of people in, in these last, you know, Afghanistan and Iraq so many employees, these IEDs and so many people have lost arms, legs, hands, foot. And you, I mean, it's devastating, Mm -hmm. but it's an unseen thing. So, you know, I, I just love that. But of course the British press are going crazy that Harry is showing off. Now he's showing off. Mm -hmm. I I mean, it's, it's astonishing how, much crap they get and then I don't know if we have the audio where he talks about his dad I will Reeve asked him about do we have that grant or should I just summarize it
4: um I can pull it up to it I think he's got it
1: because he does yeah he, he does ask yep. about how do yep. you find out about your dad and how is he doing well and how did this, he find out well he, we have an audio but his just answering this question he sh- they need to be stripped of their titles. Um, uh, William will do it if Prince Charles won't. He's a slimy snake. How dare he? Prince Philip, uh, listen to his answer. Okay. And you see if if this is uh, terrible what he said. Okay.
4: I'm not having it here. I'm sorry. I don't have that. Okay. My apologies. All right. So
1: all right. Sorry. I have it. Okay. Yeah, he says I found out my father called me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this seems appropriate. Mm -hmm. And he said, and I immediately got on a plane and went to be with him. And he said, um, he said, I love my family and I have my own family as well. Mm -hmm. So people are losing their mind. How dare he talk about his father's cancer? He doesn't
0: even say what it was. No, he didn't. He said that stays between me and him and um he was asked about his life in america he says i love every single day he was asked whether he feels american ah uh, do i feel american no i don't know how i feel asked yeah. if considered being an american citizen he says yes he's considered it and he really wanted to get out of that conversation bad yeah um, so he, you know, is in the year-long, years-long naturalization process with that. Uh, Laurie, if he is. Yeah. You know what? If he even is. I agree. Because his kids but, are already American right. citizens. And I think one of the things is basically that Will Reeves kind of said, you know, crisis can be a time of healing. Yeah. And healing for families throughout all the families, you know, units. The strength of a family comes together during times of crisis. Any illness, any sickness
1: brings families together. Okay, but if you go across the pond... I saw it. Even New York Magazine, uh, their headline for a story was, Prince Harry has angered uh, the Royal Rhoda by saying nice things about his dad and did not reveal (laughs) his diagnosis, and the UK press is losing their mind. And in the meantime... They stay quiet about the fact that Prince William's longtime aide, Dan Wooten, is being charged with bribery, entrapment, and um, blackmail, and he's had to resign. Of course, they never cover Prince uh, Andrew. Really, where is Kate? And was William drunk last week when he was wobbling up on stage? I mean, they say nothing, but they... Prince Harry and Meghan—they hold hands. They're just performing for the world. Right, I, I do. I see that. Oh I know. my gosh! You know, it—it um, it, it, can't win. Yeah. but they will not be broken, Jules.
0: I'm glad, Laura. I'm glad, Laura. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna come back because I have. I have a random thought that I cannot wait to share with you. Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> This is Laurie and Julia on my deck. I'll be right
3: back. Hi, I'm Prince Harry.
1: Why? Oh, Harry.
0: I'm. All right, everybody. Laurie and Julia here for Hammer and Exploring Solutions with amazing, amazing retail locations. They're flooring superstores around the Twin Cities and New Hope on Bass Lake Road in 169. The new gorgeous, gorgeous in Hudson right off um, 94. 94. And also in St. Paul and Rice Street, newly remodeled, beautiful. And then they've got the Rochester location. One of the things that is really important when you are working with flooring experts is a lot of people can make mistakes and say, oh, I know how to do flooring. I know how to do this. I know how to do that. And I'll use myself for example. Um, <laughs> I had someone put in a new floor for me, and they didn't make sure the floor was even. So I spent all this money on new flooring, beautiful tile that's cracked because the floor isn't even. You won't have that at Hammernecks. They've got experts on site. This is what they do. Their installers are wonderful. You really need experts, and that's
2: what you get at Hammernecks.
3: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And
3: now, Julia's random thoughts.
0: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. So, right around the corner is climbing season 2024. Okay, oh. and what am I talking about? Where are we climbing, Lori? Mount Everest. Yes, we are. So, climbing 2024. The big date is April 7th through May 31st. Um, this has been, if you've been listening to us for a long time, Scientology, Mount Everest, reading. um cele- Angelina. Brand Brand Jennifer. Angelina Jennifer. <laughs> I understand. I mean, these are just some themes that seem to tickle in at all times. So how delighted was I when I had a new Mount Everest headline? Um, Climbers um, in 2024, big announcement, will need to bring their poo back to base camp. So people have been climbing for a very long time. And in 1996, when... The Apple folks went with a very, it was kind of the first mainstream climbing team with their Macs up to the top of Everest and people, so many people died on this excursion into thin air. The book was written about it and it became mainstream, climbing Everest. And so we read that book, Obsessed, Obsessed. obsessed. So people have been leaving their oxygen canisters up there. And when you're walking up to the summit in the single file line, you just see all the trash. Well, and there's me, bodies. And bodies. You're right. There's bodies. The, you're right. And so people have been climbing up. And um, the Ming, Mingma Sherpa, chairman of Pasaluma, um, the municipality who's in charge of this side of Mount Everest, the more popular side, said, right. Our mountains have begun to stink. Yeah. Due to extreme temperatures, excrement left on Everest doesn't fully de- um, degrade. We are getting complaints that human stools are visible, climbers are falling sick, it's not acceptable anymore, it's eroding our image. So, Mm. starting this year, you are going to have to, you know, people spend most of their time at base camp one. And then they go on the little climbs trying to get acclimated up and down. Up. Well, they get all the way up to base camp four four. before they ascend? Yep, and so they usually have bathroom tents. Is what people have there, and they've got a bucket there, and all this kind of stuff. I never knew this before. I'm just sharing with you my new. Yeah,
1: yeah, of course. They would have knowledge. some kind
0: of latrine. Situation. Right, but but people have been, you know, taking care of that for the most part. But what happens now when you get up higher is that you have to bring a biodegradable bag that is filled with this powder. Um, they're they're issuing, they think, eight thousand poo bags this year. And um, this is the first year that you are going to have to come down with them, and they're going to have someone check at the bottom. You what have a to terrible co- place to have a poop attack on the final ascension. Oh, of I know I mean, that is. Just- I know it, but one thing I didn't know is that mountaineers have been using such poo bags on Mount Denali and mm-hmm. in uh, in the oh, Antarctic yeah. forever, and yeah. so the people. The Sherpas and people around the area have been advocating for this. So that's just something new. Yes, dear.
1: Well, I happened to watch on the plane on the way here, Julia. I hadn't seen the movie Everest, the one with Josh Brolin and Jason Clark. And it was these two expeditions that encounter. True story, you know. Okay. And it's a different one from Into Thin Air. Jake Gyllenhaal is in it. Okay. I don't ever
0: remember watching Everest. I don't think I've watched this one either, but I watched a documentary about it lately, recently. But oh, yeah,
1: is good? this good? Oh, it was so good because it was a fictionalized right. you know, story of it. It was, I really liked it. Um, yeah, I really liked it. And I'm kind of up on all my Everest stuff. And I just <laughs> thought again, when it was all over, I don't ever want to do that. No, we never
0: ever. And we don't yeah. ever want to be in a relationship with someone who does because right. we think it's the most self-centered thing ever possible in a human being. But yeah. anyway, and it's
1: on max. Yep. It's on oh, Prime, all right. And Hulu.
0: All right. I'm going to watch it. I mean, it's just funny, but grant, this is, this is something we've been obsessed with. Oh, yeah. We just, um, and Jake
1: Gyllenhaal plays Scott Fisher. Who sure. was, he had an expedition company from Seattle, yes. the same time period that into thin air. Yep. I think it's that same. Didn't he die? He years. ended up dying. Yes, yes, but it's two, kind of like how the Seattle Mountaineers, like it was a thriving business, business and Seattle was known to have the best guys. Yes, yes, and there You're- were two different companies. Yeah, the one, Jen Krakower. Yeah, anyway, very fascinating how the two things. And I just had never seen that movie. I give it a thumbs up. I wonder how reading into thin air would be today. I mean,
0: that book—if you've never oh, read it—would hold. I think it would hold, too. It is yeah. the most exciting, mm-hmm. compelling mm-hmm. book. So that's yeah. just a little recommendation. Thanks for the movie recommendation, Laura. Yeah, I have you'll a love workshop. it. you love it. It's our thing. It's our thing. Now, another thing for us is having some beers at, at games. Now, the NFL, someone has come out with what is a new study that looked at the blood alcohol um, test data to, ter- to determine which NFL fans drink the most at their
4: games. Huh. Oh. And,
0: Grant, it's not who you would expect. Coming in at the number Jets? one
4: is Tennessee Titans. That surprised me. Ah, they like their beer. Ah, uh,
0: I thought that was kind I thought it would
4: be like Green Bay or... Green Bay.
0: Green Bay Philly, um, um, is like number seven. Oh, wow. Minnesota's number 25. That makes sense. Pittsburgh Steelers number two.
4: Oh, yeah. They're the, yeah. And
0: the Kansas City Chiefs fans drink the least.
4: I think during the game Who's because they drink one? the most before. Number one, yeah. bills.
0: No, the Tennessee Titans. Oh, Titans yeah. Oh yeah. Where do the true. Bills stand?
4: Because Bills um, mafia. Okay. A great party. Now, what's our rule? Oh yeah. No. 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 Follow. No follow no, no questions. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I started <laughs> looking
0: at it, but um, then we'll be doing the whole league, and that's right. Too much. That's too much. I You're just right. wanted to know. <laughs> Green Bay is number seven. Minnesota's
4: twenty-five. Yeah, that's what I. That's mm-hmm. t- twenty-five. It seems a little low for us. I feel like
1: I've seen some rowdy fans at games, No, no. You? I've always had a wooden leg when I've been in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say. Well, and
0: I'm just thinking, you know, a lot of our tailgating, it's colder seasons. Yeah. But so is Green Bay, and they seem to be staying up there. I don't know. We're not yeah. as committed <laughs> as the Green Bay fans. Okay, this is interesting, and this is a trick question. The animal... This is, um, okay, the thing that is the deadliest hunter ever is it could be something that flies. It could be something that runs. But what is the what? One... hex predator? Yeah. The,
1: the deadliest predator? hunter.
0: The, they, it's... they say the animal, but I think that's loose. loose. Shark? Great white? Okay. The deadliest predator ever. Hunter. Oh, boy. That catches 95% of things they chase. A, a lion or no it's a, a trick cheetah. question it's a trick a question cheetah. it's something that flies oh,
1: oh
0: a dragon fly. eagle? Oh, a dragonfly dragon catches 95% Dang. of the prey oh. they chase and mosquitoes have 21 teeth people wow oh. isn't that weird that is that's just weird um, the John Wick movie. So my little sister, Catherine, you know, Catherine got here last night, Laurie, and she watched, oh, didn't know that. she watched a John Wick movie on the, the plane to get here.
4: Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh
0: my gosh, I love that John Wick. I love that mm-hmm. John Wick. But there's a John Wick experience. Really? That's going to be opening up next year in Las
1: Vegas. Or later this year. Oh, that'd be fun. You know, Keanu Reeves last week or recently accepted some kind of an award, but he went on and on about how much Lance Reddick is part of the John Wick world and how his death just devastated fans. Who is he again? Who is he? He's, He's the, he's the chief of police in Bosch. Oh, I yeah. love him! But in the, the movies, tall.
4: he's like he's the concierge guy at the the the, the place where he, they have their sanctuary, the hotel. Okay, he's the guy yeah. that you go to, you, you go check through in you through check him. in through him, and he's out. He's got everybody's message. He he's yeah, this, yeah. he's a big part the, of it. The,
1: everyone is heartbroken yeah. in the John Wick universe about Lance Reddick. That bummer. was just. That was, he was only sixty, and he had a heart attack.
0: Yeah, that Damn was it. sudden. We just need to give a little shout out to Taylor Swift, who donated a hundred thousand dollars to a GoFundMe fund for the Kansas City DJ that was shot down during the celebration. Lisa Lopez Galvin, and so Taylor Swift doing what Taylor
1: Swift does. Yeah, I it, bet she was panicked to get a hold of her boyfriend. Oh, I'm sure she was. And panicked. it was bad men shooting at, him. bad people shooting at, shooting at, at, at each bad, other. yep, yeah. it but was. he had. They must have had mega rifles to have that many people injured. You're right. But did you
4: hear the good news? Patrick Mahomes' brother is getting praised for helping a young boy find his parents. He was oh, out great. there. His younger brother was out there in the whole got process. Separated. Got separated. Yep. Yeah. And there was this young man, that young child that got separated. And this lady watched Patrick Mahomes' brother literally help this kid find his parents.
0: That's nice. He needed some good publicity. Uh, that's where I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I, he, he, need, he needed it. He All needed right. it. We're going to come back and tell you what you should be listening to besides our beautiful Ooh, voices. DJ Rock Lobster. That's right.
1: Laurie and Julie on my talk. Hey, everybody. Let's talk about going on a trip with uh, us and Borton overseas and heading to Iceland. We are going in October, and they go to so many fabulous destinations. We've traveled with them with a group trip before 10 years ago. Can we, cannot they take care we cannot of wait. We cannot wait. All the arrangements. We just show up and enjoy the experiences and we're gonna it's a five night trip and the every everything is included. We're staying at a great hotel. We're going to the Blue Lagoon. We've got a couple of day trips and evening excursion to see the northern lights and they're just simply the best. Uh, and you will just go and you also have some free time. Oh you will. So but- that's really cool and space is limited. So go keyword Iceland on MyTalk's website, or you can go to Borton Overseas. And if you've never been to Iceland, um, it's a chance
0: to travel with us. Iceland's just beautiful. It's a completely different experience. You're going to love it. We can't wait to go with you. Keyword Iceland at MyTalk 107. One.
2: The meaning of what this.
0: is the meaning of of everything, Lori? You give me some things and see how I do. What? I can't hear you.
3: We were
4: talking about Madame Webster, which we'll get into a little bit of that as a dirt alert. We'll
0: here. get into that.
4: Yeah. So, All okay. right. she might not have heard what you were just All saying. All right, there.
0: I'll give you one. Okay. Amy Schumer was on with um Jimmy Fallon, and last night he she was on with um Andy Cohen. And people mm-hmm. were just saying, what's up with your face? Blah, 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 uh, blah, blah, People are blah. so rude. Absolutely. She just kind of slapped back at him
1: like, come on, people. No, I no, I think she actually then divulged her real... Andromediosis. Like, yeah, and she's on a steroid. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. A comedian like Amy Schumer will straight up give you the answer, but it really is just like... Um. Yeah, like when someone is puffy, I almost always, and I would say this thinking has just changed like maybe in like the last five years. Right. But when I see somebody puffy, I almost always think, and they weren't like puffy, you know, before Before. in the face. Right. I always think, oh, steroids. Steroids are on something that's making them retain water. Right. Like I've been on the
0: steroids for on and off for a few weeks for my voice. Yeah. And it didn't go to my... Cheeks yet, but I don't take it hardcore like those people, you know. Right. Or so their anyway, thyroid is off.
1: She's your thyroid is off? no, or hers is. Yeah, yeah. Could be, I'll call you anyway. with my personal details later. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay um, yeah. Speaking of uh, Madam Web, Peter Travers, who reviews movies, I believe either Rolling Stone or the New York Times. I'm sorry, I can't remember. But here's his the headline. Okay. His first sentence: God awful. Is too weak a word to describe <laughs> the mess that is this movie. Brutal.
4: Yes, <laughs> yes God
1: awful. That makes me think of my mom. She always called things that she just thought were absolutely terrible. This is god awful. This is god awful. And, I, you know, it's, a, it's a kind of a funny, old fashioned phrase. Right. It is a funny one. Heavens yeah, to Murgatroyd.
0: It's too weak a word. That's funny. Describe. That's funny from a movie
1: critic in today. Really, you know, that's funny. Is. That's funny. Okay. Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. um, was on uh, a podcast yep. and she was asked by the, the I think it was a guy hosting it, what she wants, what she looks for in a man. Now, Kim Kardashian has been married three, three times. times. Is it four? Four. I, three I think three yeah because she got married at 19 yeah three and so then she's the, had three husbands. the guy on tv and then this yeah one. Chris Humphries yep. and then Kanye so anyway here's what she says accountability for actions take accountability good teeth can hold their own and I don't have to babysit all the time a good genuine person
0: everything she, Kanye mm-hmm. isn't he's put metal in his mouth He's Uh not accountable. He doesn't Mm -hmm. take responsibilities for his action. But look at but look at the difference in what you look for when you're forty versus what you look for when you're twenty or thirty. I I think she's learned.
1: It's also having because remember, Julia, Kim and I have something in common. You both been married three times? Well, that and the fact that we both were married to men who were bipolar, who did not refuse to take their medication. Right, right. And the highs and the lows of that will change you forever if you get out. Right. You know, because very often it's there's emotional and verbal abuse going on too, and, and po- possibly physical abuse. When people are like this, it just happens because, you know... Um, they're out of control with their emotions. Yes. There's, there's whatever trauma happened to them. Yes. I don't yes. know, but it does change. And when I met Casey, I had gone to a group therapy thing because I was just like so appalled at how reckless I was in love. Yeah, I was just yeah. the most reckless woman. And I just, I was really a reckless. So I need to figure that out. But we had to come up with a list of... Uh, Fifteen things you have to have in a partner, and then right. you go back and highlight your must haves right and I remember, like this, I, put, I remember when you were doing this and i my number one thing was a a man of character, mm-hmm. and I wrote in parentheses actions his actions match his, his the words yeah, and a man. I, then I wrote, like, would can dance and has a motorcycle. And then I wrote... Um, <laughs> really important um, then stuff. <laughs> I, then I wrote, um, my, has a job that he really loves. Yeah. And then I wrote, um, likes to travel. And then I wrote, um, um, has good family relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's such a red flag. I don't speak with anybody in my family. Yeah, I'm never yep. doing that again. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, so when you make that list of 15, in between the superficial, you will maybe write down things that you should highlight that are your must-have.
0: Yeah, I think, and it sounds like she knows who she is. She's yeah. been through it. We all know
1: that. Yeah, I mean, and, and some don't have to babysit all the time. Yeah. No woman ever wants to babysit Someone all the time. And that's why I always get nervous when somebody gets married to somebody 30 years their senior. Yeah. Because eventually you're going to reverse babysit.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's called diapers in the old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diapers at yeah. the end. Yeah. That would be a lot. But I, yeah. I'm, I, it, she just sounds like, I feel like she's really smart. Well, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, you don't need to go into yeah. that. It's but amazing.
1: Yes. The she's difference. Totally changed yep. what she's looking yep. for. 100%. Um, let's see, um, Taylor Swift, I I don't know if you guys have seen this little clip when she first sees Travis Kelsey, someone got, got the audio and he's like, Oh my God, I can't believe you. I can't believe you're not jet lagged. And she's like, gives him a big smooch and says jet lag is a choice. Oh, I love that. I love that. And all of her clothes that she wore, those
0: jeans with the, like the, um, bedazzled sparkles on them. They're all sold out. Everything's sold out. They look like jeans I had at Contempo back. In I, the feel day. Like I, I feel a like a lot of had those. Pants. They were
1: six hundred and like uh, sixty dollars or something. Yeah, I think. You know you, what? I don't think I ever had jet lag until I was well into my forties.
0: I agree, Lori. Yeah, your body changes as we age. She's yeah, still
1: young. Well, when I went to Europe when I was nineteen, we never had can a sleep. second a jet lag. She can sleep yeah. on her plane. I, Come on but i just think in general agreed you know when Jet you're leg. younger you don't you're not really affected
0: and lucky but them yeah. enjoy people the help. Yeah. enjoy <laughs> <it>. <laughs> enjoy that. enjoy it big
1: time uh dakota johnson on her stars uh, co-stars on madam webb that was like florence Pugh, i think was it no uh sydney sweeney sydney sweeney Grant, Grant knows. Anywhere Cindy Sweeney is, Grant knows. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she said, she told Jimmy Fallon, I love them, but they annoy me. Oh! Oh,
4: yeah. oh, oh Dakota. Oh,
1: because I'll she, tell you what. She's a sleeper. No. Hmm. She's nine years older. Yeah, than that the rest was it. She lives a there different lifestyle.
0: She so is adamant 30, about sleeping, Lori. Remember, she likes twelve hours a night. Yeah,
1: no. But when you heard that interview in context, I just love her. She is not afraid to yell, "Get off my lawn!" And the whole thing with <laughs> Fallon. she said the young, the younger co stars, they have a group text without her. Yeah, and she said they're always giving me crap about Fifty Shades of. Gray that they all saw when they were teenagers. Yep. So
0: Hysterical. yeah, that would be annoying. Anastasia in a fun way yeah.
1: Totally. <laughs> totally. She's so cute. She is. I tell you, she, at least she's bringing it. She is not hiding from her bad movie. No, I I Lori, I agree a hundred
0: percent. Yeah. And so we give
1: that to her.
0: And we are not gonna hide today. We're gonna come back. We promise. <laughs> no. We'll we'll do we'll do the work. We can't wait to spend one more hour with you. Actually, today's show is really fun. I'm glad you corrected yourself because you were really having to sell that. No, no, but I really am today. I'm having a blast. You sound so great. It's so great. All right. We'll be right back. Lori and Julia.